When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Bart, let's get into a little baseball here, right? Because today's a beautiful day. It's March, spring training underway. And before we get into like my new infatuation, <laughs> did, now I, I sent it in the group chat, so I'm hoping you saw it. Did you see Wandy Peralta yesterday? Got a strikeout in twenty seconds. I did. Three, he threw three pitches. The clock net, like he's again when it, the pitcher decides when he toes the rubber, you got to engage. You have until eight seconds to engage the the pitcher and then go. And he just was like, just three pitches done. Twenty seconds. It was like, it was so mesmerizing that it, I find it's it exciting, to be right. It makes yes. the game exciting. It's like, man, this is cool. Like, it becomes strategy, right? Because you have a guy that's like slow and deliberate when it's getting into the box. He has to go through that routine. You speed right. up his process, it messes him up. Like, I agree. You, you used to catch pitchers all the time with the quick pitch. Like, how quickly? It just like, takes the timing aspect out of the game, and you have to be on your toes. And you rhythm, have to yeah. be ready. You have to be locked in. But if and, if those who think that oh this is going to be bad for baseball because pitchers will just do that and there'll be no offense, it'll be boring. Wrong, yeah. because Peralta had control at that moment, so he was able to do what he did. He was able to just go bam, 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 done. But let's just say he didn't have control. That works against him. And you're the batter. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, throw it again. Like yeah, you're a you mess throw a lollipop, right, right? You throw a lollipop yes. because you're trying to move too fast. You speed up your process as a pitcher, exactly. And then, then you know what they're gonna try to do. They're gonna try and throw a couple to first base to try and buy themselves some more time. Nope, can't like, do nope, that. Got anymore. one more of those. I'm about to steal. So, See, it's so many things I love about it. I, I'm telling you, you when you put urgency into a sport, the everything changes. It's just like when you when you run a, a full court press in basketball. Yeah. All of a sudden, the game speeds up. The energy speeds up. There's nothing different about the game. All we did was create urgency, and that can create mistakes. It could also create a wide-open dunk because too many guys are running one way. And in baseball, you put a little urgency into the sport, and now all of a sudden there's this different energy about the game that almost forces you. Like you are compelled to watch now. I love this. I love it too, man. And it messes people up, man. Like when you think about – you know, speeding people up and, you know, the strategy and all that type of stuff. And it's just like when you, we all been around these guys, like, yo, this dude is amazing in practice. Yep. Getting the game, like, yo, what's what's the problem? Now something on the line, anxiety kicks in. Good point. People get no, – or, or the two-minute drill. Guy been balling all yeah. game. Two-minute yeah. drill, lose yeah. their freaking mind. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Bro, it's, come on, man. It's, 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 just, it's just hurry up. Calm down. Lose their mind. Anxiety. It looks like a fire drill. So, I mean, I, I love it, man. And listen, all baseball, all we need from baseball, all we need from baseball is an automated pitch zone. So That's that coming way, next year. That way, that way we can take that element out. We don't got to worry about Hernandez. We don't have to worry about any of that. It's automated. And it, I, I wanted to adjust – to like the kneecap because the official strike zone is what, right? It's like a little bit Arm above. Armpits the kneecap. It's supposed to be. Right, on the kneecap, right? So, yeah. I mean, 
amazing. So if it if it can adjust, we can use the technology to adjust. No argument. That's going to make the game go even faster too. Because mm-hmm. how the hell are you going to argue? Well, there's nothing to argue. You can't. You can't argue it at that point. As I'm saying, it's because inarguable. I guarantee. Because so he ran out to the umpire and he's like, "Dude, the computer told me it was a strike. What do right. you want from me?" Just imagine <laughs> and just imagine, right? And it takes away the booze, right? Because what happens is, like, now you can't boo. So now it's, it takes that apart out. So now home field advantage don't even feel like home. Because you can, how, how can you boo? Because now, especially if they have it on a jumbotron, like yeah. they have in tennis, where but, it landed, like, oh, damn. But you, you, like, have you seen it in tennis? So this is what I love about it in tennis. Yeah. On in the tennis, line, when they itch. go to it, the best part is, is that the whole crowd is watching the screen. Yes. And then the whole, oh, oh. Like you'll see it go <laughs> in or out. Like I think that's a cool part of it. And then, like. <laughs> Baseball can so become cool. It's almost cool. like the umpire can call it a strike. And there could be like this moment where everybody is unsure. Like and I think on it. certain times you put it on the screen and you show yeah. where it went and the whole crowd will yeah. watch and go, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, you know, because, like it's, it's, yeah I think it's another part of it that just adds to fun. And it's a sport that has to put more fun that is not just the celebrating part. Yeah, That's just fun because we love – look, look we're a generation now. All we do is look at screens and we watch video games. Yeah. We play video games. That just adds another little extra can, element. Can I, can but I if you did that once in a while, it would be a lot of fun. Can I be greedy? Can I be greedy? be greedy. Can I, can I want it all? Like, all they need that to fix baseball and make baseball where, like, you have minorities want to come in and you, you, you open it up, man, make, make the bat flip. Like you get fine if you don't flip the bat. Like you hit a home run. Like it's like I want that. Like the like the three and D. Like Melo point to his head with the three. Like LeBron saying you're too small. Like what's going on in football where they sniff. Like instead they sniff now instead of doing the they can't do the throat slash. So they put the thing and sniff yeah. and go forward. Yeah, like man, yeah, yeah. I want to see the personalities of these dudes. Don't get me with all this stuff, man. I, listen, I be seeing them Spanish players, man. They got they got their eyebrows sliced. They be partying their ass off when I see them out in the club, right? Oh, yeah. They doing they 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 doing the cha cha slide, all that stuff. Don't tell me that they just want to sit their back down. Quit suppressing their personalities, man. There's Let them more to out. it though. I think we're seeing it more and more in the game. Look I'm at the Blue Jays. Toronto, they're always bro, acting up. Bro, I want it. I want. I want it like. I want it like the NFL like celebration dance where guys are making up stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when guys come around and it's, a, and it's a grand slam, they come around and step on the bat. I want yeah. some stuff like them to act like it's like a a, a flight attendant they lights or something like that. You know what I mean? I want them like the, the ten. How about, how about yeah. put the bat down and it's so hot you don't want to touch it? Like yeah, you, yeah. You, you act like you can't pick it up because it's too hot. If somebody coming around is and it's a game winner, it's a walk off. <laughs> I want them to have a line like it's the Don Cornelius Soul Train line. You know what I'm saying? That's got to come. Everybody come in, ah! And then the person in the back go in, they got to come through, ah! Man, could you imagine that? Like, it's not disrespectful to the game. I believe a walk-off, you should be able to do whatever the hell you want because the game's over. In-game, if you're down a couple of runs, it's a different story. Don't act up like that. But but a walk-off, hell yeah. I want you to act the damn fool because I want that pitcher to see if that pitcher has composure. Because, listen, it's like this, right? Football, the matter you get, the better you play at times because you can just go knock but the hell baseball, out of somebody. That's not true. Baseball, you got to keep your composure. Yes. So I want to see if you can get under a pitcher's skin so badly by showing him up. <laughs> but then, listen, yo, when that pitcher strike you out, oh, I want him to electric slide. I want him to hammer Roger Rabbit your ass off the field. Uh, yeah. I want him to throw you off the stage like Sandman at the Apollo. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want him to act like he's brushing your, your ass off, like he's sweeping you off. 
like comes uh, pick up the trash. I don't Man. know if it'll ever go that extreme, but I do agree with you though that there is some type of little bit of entertainment that we like. It's okay. Watch the Cuban, watch the Cuban baseball it. league. Or that Dominican baseball league, man. It's man. It's a whole well, the world. Thing. Watch the World Baseball Classic. That, that, that's coming up, and when we watch that, you do see a little bit of different elements because players are playing, you know, again for their country with their own countrymen, and that personality starts to show certainly even more. Oh, All right, so eight hundred now in the other country, you can't show up to the other team. Eight hundred now in nine three seven seven six. We'll get to your calls momentarily. A lot of people want to sound off still on the football stuff. We'll get to that, no doubt. The baseball stuff as well, but Bart. You got to indulge me on this one. Anthony Volpe is 21 years old. We've been hearing about him now for the last at least two years that he's on his way, that he's coming up. He was getting all the comparisons. The guy's shortstop. He can play some second base. He, you know, like labor. How special he is, and the and the potential that he has. He's their number one prospect. He's one of the top prospects in baseball. And is it time? This was going to be a big spring training for him to kind of show he's ready because they they took their time with him and last year he got some he got a little taste of AAA they would not trade him as you saw everybody asked for him when the Yankees were trying to find pitching they wouldn't give him up and I'll tell you what in spring training so far he's been he's he's caught your eye more than once four for eleven so far uh, but he's got a, he let off yesterday's game with a home run against the, the Pirates. He's had a double. He's stolen a couple of bases. He's had some good defensive Look, plays in the field as well. Now, he's made some mistakes, but he's still see, young. That's what I'm worried about. But you know you, here, can't, you can't come up and play at that level if you can't handle that hot, that hot edge right there, baby. Well, I'll tell you what. Willie Randolph, who's a friend of yours, friend of mine. I do. He, um, he compared him to Derek Jeter <sighs> and Don Mattingly oh, God. when it comes to one it factor that he says is so important – when you're a young player that has to step into the highest level of the sport. That it factor, focus and work ethic. Mm. That He said it's very much like Jeter was and, and even Donnie Baseball, is that you come in and you're a guy that isn't overwhelmed by the level, that you have a work ethic about you, that you don't have a swagger, you don't carry yourself like I'm better than everybody. Or There's no arrogance about him. He is here. He's all about the work. He stays focused, and that's why he can perform and, and have success despite the fact that you got to know, for him coming in, you know, he, he's already dealing with the fact that Peraza's probably going to win the job, that IKF was brought back even though there's not a lot of excitement about him. They still did bring him back just for insurance. And Volpe comes in knowing, you know what, I could get stuck in the minors now for another year, but i got to come and show out, and he's doing it, and he's doing it quite comfortably and with that Jeterian kind of calm about his game. And as I watch him, that's what makes me excited. It's not like he's just red hot and he's blown away, you know, spring eh, spring training, you're playing against bad players, whatever it is. It's the way he carries himself that gets me excited about what he could become at some point. And I'm just hoping that it is sooner rather than later, only to just give me one more thing to look forward to this season. Well, the Am Yankees, I crazy? Yeah, only because, you know, like what I don't like about baseball, it's, it'd be about the control. Right, and they don't be want to call guys up too early because they want to have them under control. You know, yep. that's what made that's what made what the Mets did so admirable that they could have had more control of Peter Alonso, but yet they called him up because he was ready. It was time. It was time. Now we've heard. I've heard this before, man. I've heard this with all the baby bombers. It didn't work out the way we thought it was, and I heard it with Florio. Where the hell is Esteban? Where's I don't Florio? remember. I don't remember Florio having that much having me like this in a spring training. They were talking about his speed. They no, I know, no, 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 the tools. I, I heard about the tools. The guy was Glaber. 
Glaber was the guy that when they made the trade that I was like, wow, was okay, trade, this guy though. could be special. No, I know. He was, he was but the home, there, right? But the homegrowns. Yeah. You know, again, Gary and, and Greg Bird a little bit, but this is diff. This just is different. It feels different to you. This one is different. I'm telling you. I have to, I ask the people, so I have to talk to the people, man. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven. That's why I'm people's. asking the question. Am I? Because uh, obviously the games are being yeah. played while we're working, so it's not like I'm watching these games start to finish. But I am looking back on it. I am reading everything I can on it because I'm a huge Yankees fan. Labor's in trouble, and I am looking at Volpe as somebody that I'm like. This is the first time I've been really kind of fired up, excited about a Yankee prospect in a while. Yeah, you know, and really in a while. And look, I I, I love Peralta. He's going to play in left field probably. I love him, and and I, I, everything I saw in him last year gave me that same it factor, the calm he had, all that stuff. So I'm a big fan of his. But Volpe, it's like I've been hearing about him, and the first chance I've really gotten to see him, I'm damn impressed. I'm, I mean, I'm, I am. I'm impressed, Bart. I want to be honest. I'm. I'm. I, I, I probably since you've been talking, I probably watched this strikeout. In 20 seconds, it's the most awesome thing. It's the most yeah. awesome thing I've ever seen, man. Like, especially if you, if you, if you, if you, yeah, if you can find your location and you can pitch that fast, and soon as like the the, the catcher, bet, I want it back hot. Soon as you hear strike, I want it back hot, so I can line up. <laughs> I got a lot of mo. I got a lot of mo. Give it back. Yo, give it back. Give it back. Let's go. Let's you, go. And you, can, and you can see, like, man, you, that can be such a strategy, man. No, such a if strategy. If you have control, if you don't have control, different story. Yeah, you got you. You don't have no control. You mess around and pull a Chapman, throw that thing into the fifth row. Like, <laughs> damn it! Hit the mascot. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven. Don't fire the face. <laughs> let's, let's grab some callers here. Judah is in Queens. Judah, what's up? Judah, come on. Things first. I what need up? to know what what in the world does Bart eat for breakfast? Because I need a dose of that, man. I went to I went I went to C-Mart. boxing class. I went to boxing class and I had a protein shake. I'm getting ready for the beach. I'm gonna have a speedo on like I'm a I'm gonna have a, a gold speedo on like I'm Yo, a cat, like I'm a cute. Wanted, when you said you wanted to see the pitcher do the electric slide, I almost crashed my work van, man. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they start celebrating like that, I'm back to watching full entire baseball games. Yo, That's let me it. tell you something. And these players will start buying their jerseys. You know what I'm saying? We'll start by they, listen. If if baseball allows some of their guys to be like who they really are. Like, cause I don't, cause I know everybody in baseball lying to me. Aaron Judge ain't that damn modest. Stop it. Nobody's that freaking modest. Stop it. Nah, he Who is he, the Manchurian candidate? Stop that. He wants to go DX suck it. Come on, man. I want to <laughs> see all that. I'm there for all that, man. I don't think Aaron Judge has that in his personality. Man, stop it, man. I just think he's, you know, there yes, are some he guys does. that are quiet. Yes, are a he does. Like, I'm embarrassed to do that kind Could of Could you thing. imagine, like, uh, uh, who's that, uh, man? Who? That was with Big Poppy, Manny. Yeah. Oh, could, man, I, man, could you imagine, man, if the, if it was if it was like Django Unchained? I don't Listen, know that's what it's supposed to be. Ramirez wasn't to, like that. I don't think he was like that. Manny got swag, man. Manny just being Manny, he was a goofball, man. Yeah, he was Stop a goofball. It. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Could you imagine the goofball stuff that he would have – man, come on, man. That would be – listen, people will start having patented uh, celebrations. You know what I'm saying? They'll be out there looking like Willie Mays Hayes. Man, come on, man. Come on. Come on. Let's go to Clark in Long Island City. What's up, Clark? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, so the uh, Caribbean players bring a little extra flair to it. I got a buddy who's uh, who's from Cuba. He's they call it over there guaperia from the word guapo. You know, it's a, it means yeah, like good looking or like yeah. overly confident yeah. dude. So uh, you you see it all the time. One of the most ultimate flexes that I've seen was. Um, 
the what what the hell his name's escaping me right now the, from the Mets that with the uh, neon armband. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, Lindor, Lindor. Oh no no no, no, no. The, the the one who who got tossed by a boar. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Cespedes. Yeah. You want a Cespedes? Cespedes. Yeah. yeah. Every time he came out, right before he came out at Shea Stadium or City Field, um, he has a full fledged video mm-hmm. with a, like a hot girl dancing, mm-hmm. and it comes out like a super club beat, like da 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 da. Cespedes, <laughs> and it whispers out Cespedes. He had his own intro music. It was, it was, you could see it was produced. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I've never seen anyone else do that. And it see, made that, you feel good too, man. It made you go. like Cespedes too, because the, either either you agree with the personality or you despise it. Whether whether or not it still creates emotion in the viewer, and I think baseball will be well, on it makes you want to strike him out on the yes. other side. If you're yes. the opponent, you're like, man, get this guy out, and man, you take gotta, your video with you, right? Like, and that's you got to eat want. it, and you got to eat it. You, if you if you get struck out, you got to eat it because remember, baseball is more about failure than success. Think about this: in so the you NBA, have to eat it more than you celebrate. You said this in the NBA: a guy hits a three. Like Steph Curry hits a three, he he'll turn around before the ball's even through the hoop, and he's doing an airplane. He's doing a low airplane. Arms up, right? He'll go airplane. There's guys that do the three finger thing. Yeah, Carmelo, and they do it like you were defending it in the in his face, and he hits it, and he's like celebrating around you. I mean, James oh, Harden with oh, the less cook. That's LeBron a problem. James with the push, LeBron James with the push down. Oh, but but that's okay in the NBA, but we can't do that in baseball. Like, because you're showing up the pitcher. Well, I'll tell you what, pitcher, so what? throw a better pitch. Yes, and then when the pitcher on the flip side, because guess what? It's I'm about, hit you now? Okay. No, 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 not even that. Remember, baseball what? is about managing failure. So the pitcher's going to win more times than he loses, right? Well, and, now, and, now, and now I get to get you up out of there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now what? You know what right. I'm saying? I, I, when, I, when I put my hands up like naked gun two and a half or like, uh, like uh, Take James seat. Bond and blow off the gun. <laughs> like I'm Super. smoking. That would be even better, right? You just do that. Oh, man. <laughs> Love it. Some football calls to get to here. 800 919 Residual of our conversation from the first hour about the Jets and, of course, the Giants and their quarterback situations. Uh, we have Guy. Is it Guy or Gee in New Jersey? It's Guy. How it's you guy. doing, fellas? Nice talking yeah. to you. Um, I was talking with someone who's uh, associated with the Jets, and they were telling me that the Jets are doing some uh, – Serious research into Matthew Stafford. Come on, man. They sort of like what Baker Mayfield came in and did for them last year. He's a cheaper alternative. They're in a full rebuild. They need yeah. some draft capital. Uh, Matthew Stafford's salary is a little heavy for them at the moment. And uh, Joe Douglas has really looked into this, and he even mentioned a week or so ago that he's got a candidate that's uh, an alternative that – uh, if the Aaron Rodgers deal and, and Derek Carr deal fall through, he's got an alternative lined up. And I uh, just want to bring that out, that, that it, it, they're looking seriously at Matthew Stafford. Uh, and then another thing, uh, they say that they're not going to let Zach Wilson go for anything less than a day two pick. So I'd just like to hear you guys' uh, thoughts yeah. on that. Nice well, just, talking to you. Yeah, you well, just, just, Thanks, think, guy. just think, Guy, just like, a couple years ago, they got a second-round draft pick for Sam Darnold. So, I mean, Zach Wilson is a higher pick than Sam Darnold. He's younger. You know, people still think he has arm talent. They believe in him. They just think he needs to be developed. 
So I wouldn't give it up, give him up for nothing more than a second round pick anyway, because I'd rather just sit him on the bench and see if I can get him to develop. But I do like the Matthew Stafford thing because we already heard that they're breaking that thing up. Now you look at, you know, um, they let go Wagner, right after yep. having an All Pro season, mm-hmm. right mutual agreement. Right, it's going to get a little ugly there because when you say screw them picks, eventually you got to pay the credit card bill, and that time is here. And you look at the fact that you know maybe it. maybe uh, Jalen Ramsey may be gone. You know he's been in open like um, you know people been discussing that maybe he's probably going to get traded because his salary is too high. They got too many high paid players. That's what they did. They had so many high paid players that they had no middle class. They had either upper class or you know section eight. So uh, when you look at it, I would take Matthew Stafford as well because he gives you the same thing that Aaron Rodgers gives you. He gives you a veteran quarterback. He's a baller. And he's, he, he's listen, he's a baller with that talent. He'll ball out and that defense will help him. But he'll also be, be a willing mentor to a guy like Zach Wilson. I like, not, any, I like any scenario where it's a guy that's here for one or two years. I have not seen anything about Matthew Stafford in the Jets. I've seen comparisons to situations like the Jets getting Derek Carr is like when the Rams got Matthew Stafford. I've seen you know no. where you, you bring him into a place where he can succeed and now the arm talent and everything else shows out because you have better talent around him. I've seen those comparisons, but I've seen nothing. The last time I saw the Jets linked to Matthew Stafford was when right before the Lions traded him that yeah. the Jets actually inquired about well, uh, the- you know what it would take to get him. So if but you like I've them seen then, nothing. If, if you like them then, you'll like them now. Oh, of right? course. And, like, if he, he's he, – listen, we know his contract's cheaper than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's a veteran guy. He's, listen, he's a guy with tremendous arm talent. He's a leader. He's everything. Like, well, you got to hope that he's also would be still motivated as he's he is healthy. living in L.A. compared to you know, playing – It's New here. York. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, one thing new, the Jets never have to worry about is freaking location and quality of life. You, you sure? think his, You think his wife wouldn't – wouldn't want to come to, to NY and go on a Rodeo Drive, all that stuff, and do all the stuff they want to do after? There is no Rodeo Drive in New York. Well – Fifth Avenue is Rodale Drive. That's true. And Park Avenue is Rodale Drive. Actually, we got more big spots that's better than them because we're we a better city. Did you just say we're a better city? And you said we. I can change. You've become one of us. We can change. <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
dragged. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The Rangers, who lost last night, more on that momentarily, uh, the Rangers, the, you talk about like a perfect timing matchup. Rangers and the Bruins. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, it, the game's on ABC. That's how big of a game it is. 1 o'clock, Saturday afternoon, some hockey. Rangers, Bruins, two of the, two of the favorites to win the Cup. Uh, two teams that have loaded up at the trade deadline. And they head up. Now, we'll see. I have not seen the latest, though, on Marshan's injury. And if uh, – or is it Marchand? Yeah, he's Marchand. The other guy's Marchand. Anyways, uh, lower body injury is all they're saying, but we don't know the impact of that. But in uh, if you are running around like the rest of us always do on the weekends and can't see it on TV, of course we've got full coverage on 98.7 ESPN right here. Rangers-Bruins, a game that you do not want to miss because it's like the first, you know, like the first little temperature take of the matchup between, first of all, the Bruins are the hottest team in the league. 100 points already, uh, and the Rangers with their additions at the trade deadline are kind of exciting. But things did not go quite well last night. Meanwhile, Bar, what were you perusing on 7-Eleven.com that you were so excited about? Captain Obvious. Uh, oh. If Aaron Rodgers uh, goes back to Green Bay, Derek Carr is a front runner. I tell you what, I like Matthew Stafford. Front runner four? To be the starter of the Jets. For the Jets. So is he? he's waiting on Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets are, the Jets are his – priority one he's the Jets priority two that's essentially what this is and I think the Jets have been very transparent for all the reasons probably because they say hey if, if we come with you then that means that we're moving on from Zach Wilson that's a big commitment for us um and listen a lot of us are sitting in jobs and places where we're either second or third choice but it worked out for <laughs> uh, us it's I just, certainly know that feeling yep. <laughs> it just it happens like that so listen in football and sports it's big boy business he understands that because he understands that he's somebody's first choice as well, probably the, probably the Saints. But, you know, I think what they really need to do is, um, you know, figure this thing out. But I like I like the Matthew Stafford thing better because he's probably going to be cheaper than Aaron Rodgers. He gives you the same ability to, uh, to have Zach Wilson and then to help Zach Wilson in the future because, you know, Matthew Stafford's only going to play a couple more years. You know, he was re- – flirting with reportedly with um retirement a couple of years ago that's right so i mean one or two years and he he understands that at this uh, time he's a placeholder he's trying to win another championship he knows he nobody everybody knows that the rams are rebuilding and you can't win a championship with the rams because and he doesn't want to right, right. And if you're matthew stafford do you really want to put those miles the, yeah. whatever's left on after on being the after, after being in detroit all those years and playing <laughs> meaningless football <laughs> you play you that. play two years of, of meaningful football and tell you what um the Rams really like Baker Mayfield for some reason. You know, him and Sean McVay, like, click together because probably they're the same personality, same Boy, those animal. those two in a room? Oh yeah, same God. animal type, right? So, yeah. I mean, they might say, you know what, we'll go with Baker Mayfield, we'll, we'll suck, and we'll be able to get a better draft pick, and we can start reloading and rebuilding because they're getting rid of all their good players. All right, so we'll put that conversation on hold. A lot of calls to get to, certainly, as well. 800-919-3776. Stay with us. We'll get back to the conversation with you. But right now, of course, it's the time of the show. We step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in this segment we like to call Audio Files. The Audio Files. 
So as I mentioned, Patrick Kane made his debut last night, Bart, at Madison Square Garden, number 88 in the blue shirt this time with the Rangers. And the atmosphere in the building was electric. The Rangers got off to a slow start against the Ottawa Senators, but they did actually at one point take a 3-2 lead. They end up losing the game 5-3. You get the empty netter, of course, some frustration at the end as the defense looked completely spent. And that's been a bit of an issue here. But still, there was an excitement about it. So for Patrick Kane... You know, it was a debut he said he'll never forget. But he was asked about why. what was it about the Rangers? Why did you want to go to New York? This is uh, such an amazing opportunity with what they have going on here in, in New York. And, you know, when the option was still there to, to possibly make a move, you know, it's obviously it wasn't the easiest decision, but just really excited to be here with this team, with the amount of skill and good players they have here. It's just another chance to make a run. So I felt like it would be a good experience, get out of the comfort zone a little bit and be able to, uh, you know, play for a different franchise, different team. And like I said, obviously they have a great, great team here. So you're coming into a good situation. I mean, it's one of those things, Bart, right, where you have a team that's got a vibe already, yep. and you as a star, you know you're at the end, he's 33 years old, that he's won cups already. Right. Like, you know what, let, let, me, let me jump on this bandwagon and see if I can make something happen. You know, a little bit of magic, and it happens to also be another original six team and obviously a big market in New York. Yeah, and I'm assuming that once you've won, what, three titles? He's won titles. three. Mm-hmm. If you're not winning titles, what are you playing for? You're like, man, I'm not coming here to just play. Like, I have to have something that's driving me, and what's going to drive me is an opportunity to maybe go somewhere. Sometimes it gets redundant. It gets stale. It gets old. And you want to just a change of scenery. And change of scenery kind of reinvigorates you because now you have people that's dependent on you and expecting things of you, and you want to live up to those expectations, yours and theirs. Wants one more shot at it too, right? You still got something left in the tank. Why not? So we'll see where it all goes from here. <laughs> and as I go. mentioned, Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, you get that first look, Bruins, the new look Bruins, what they added, but they're just killing the league. And then you have the Rangers and what they've added, obviously Tarasenko. He scored again last night. And then you have Kane as well. Superstar matchup, Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, 98.7 ESPN. We have the full coverage for you. If you're in the car, if you're out and about, and you can't get to a TV, it's on ABC. But if you can't, you want to listen to it right here. No doubt about that. Meanwhile... Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, they have not really gotten off to a great start when it comes to winning. They were 1-4 to begin with, but last night they beat the Sixers 133-126. Although they were up big and they ended up almost blowing the lead. They did not. They did do finish the game. But the bigger headline is the fact that Luka and Kyrie both combined. They each had 40 points. They combined for, what, 82 points together out of the 133 and Luca afterwards talking about the experience of playing with Kyrie. Yeah, I mean he was great. He had forty. Not just today, you know. He's he's been great since since the trade, obviously. But like I said, you know, we gotta get stops, and you know, playing with Kai is so easy. So it helps me a lot. So it's way easier. Yeah, easy to the- play with them, but they are not a good defensive team at all. That's what I'm saying. Well, I would want to know what their defensive metrics are. You look at them; they remind me of old Don Nelson, you know, Golden State Warriors. First to 150 wins, right? <laughs> we, we, we know that's not sustainable, man. Like, you know, basketball comes with it where it's in the playoffs where it slows down a little bit. You get more half-court sets. Like, they can get any one of those guys in a pick and roll in this mismatch. And you don't even got to be a great star. Like, you just got to be okay. And they're they going to let you go by. So if they're spending all this energy trying to put 40 up on offense, they got nothing for you on defense. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have any rim protection or any great wing defenders, 
And Kyrie is a guy that, you know, always he can play defense when it's James Harden and he's pissed off at the person. But <laughs> that effort ain't going to be sustainable. It's going to be – playoff time comes, you know, it also gets difficult. But I'll tell you what, their, their offense is a little weird because while the two of them can go for 40 on the same night, it's not like it's in a flow of offense. It's just sort of a you, know, you you go, I go kind of situation. Uh, they were up by – I think it was like with 25 at one point, and they go into the fourth quarter, and the Sixers roll off 15 straight points, and you're going, here we go again. Did Embiid play last night? I know uh, it helps the question mark. Did he play? I, I, you know what? I didn't see the game. Because I was I was focused on the hockey last night, yeah. so I didn't see to that hockey. Uh, if he I played, because I know he missed the previous game. Yeah, and he. And I no, yes, he did. Up. Yes, no, no. Yeah, okay, what am I saying? I saw the end of the game because I saw Kyrie uh, hit the free throws that kind of clinched it. And yes, Embiid was there. It was amazing too. Here's the other thing about the Luca dynamic here is as I've told you before, Luca doesn't really. He's not comfortable sharing the basketball and the spotlight. And so while he said, "Oh, it's really easy to play with him and all that stuff," you know, for him, he's like, if he's not the man. After the game's over, Luca just goes off off the court through the tunnel into the locker room. Kyrie's like he he exchanged jerseys with Tobias Harris. He's hugging uh, Embiid. He's out, you know who else he saw? How about he and James Harden? Harden walks up behind him, gives him a big hug, and the two of them start talking. And you're like, wait a minute, I thought you two hated each other, or did yeah. you just hate playing in Brooklyn? Like they which one was it? Because they were they look like they were fine. And I thought that was a big problem. I thought that was the big problem. The oh, two of them couldn't get along. All right. I mean, you knew it was something. Like, you know, when they when they played each other, and Kyrie was like, like all up in his chest. Mm. The things, yeah. I guess, I guess you know, guys make up after all that stuff is over with. You know, when you're always happier when you don't see absent, speak to hardcore funner. Exactly. We're better off when we're not working together every day. Yeah. You have people in your life like that, right? Oh, you yo, couldn't stand them like daily, but you, you it doesn't mean you hate them. Let me tell you something. I had a friend. Yeah. And he needed a place to stay, and we were in college, and we allowed him to live with us. The dirtiest, nastiest teammate ever. I wanted to punch him in the face. Like, we still can't be friends no more. Like, nah, man. But if you, you saw him, like, you'd be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I right. say what's up. Yeah, but that, maybe that's what this is. All I right, last but not least. Water from my house. <laughs> in audio files. You know, Michael K was on first take. Uh, that's what the suit and tie was about. Yeah, that, he, he was dressed so handsomely yesterday. And I was wondering, like, did they go to lunch or something? But no, he was on first take. And. He, you know, obviously there's a lot to talk about when it comes to baseball. Michael K and the K Rod broadcast and everything else. So great promotion for that, and also great promotion for the K Show, which, by the way, three o'clock every day right after our show. But the question was asked of Michael, which is, I think, the only question that needs to be answered this season. This is the most important question to be answered: Is can the Yankees finally overcome the Astros? Can they this season be better than Houston? You should feel great, but there are question marks. I'm not going to sell you a complete championship right now because the Astros still are the best team in baseball at this point. But the Yankees have the potential to be better than them. Potential. 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 Because because they've got a battle at shortstop. Who's going to win that? They've got a battle in left field. Who's going to win that? They've got to stay healthy. I think the addition of Carlos Rodon was humongous because now it gives them a legitimate 1A after Garrett Cole. But the Astros are the last piece of the puzzle to solve. I will give you this one thing. They got swept by the Astros last year. And I'm not making excuses for the Yankees. They didn't have LeMayu. Benintendi was out. Yep. Matt Carpenter had missed two and a half months and was trying to rush back. If they had those three guys, I'm not saying they would have won that series, but they would have been really in it. Then they get the same way. You can't. They got swept. You can't. But but it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was embarrassing. You can't make that line. You got swept and it was embarrassing. Stop it. It was embarrassing. 
Now, let me ask you this. You know, there was some controversy off this appearance on first day. Now, you know, Michael K has been one of the most influential people in my life in my radio broadcasting career. Yep. So I, I you know, I, I do not ever, I don't handle like criticism of K very well. Like, I tend to want to fight back on people who might yeah, criticize yeah. him. And I don't think he was really part of this. But on his appearance, when Stephen A asked him, like, who can win the next championship in New York? Michael gave the answer that you and I gave, the Rangers. Mm. And and Stephen A and Molly said that doesn't count. Hockey doesn't oh. count. Ooh. And, and poor Michael's now stuck, like, just kind of, like, frozen. But I feel like he was dragged along with Stephen A and Molly with this whole hating on hockey thing, which I don't think Michael was doing. I think Michael was sort of like uncomfortable. We love, like, we whoa, love, whoa. Ho- we love hockey at ESPN. We're a partner. Well, you're talking about, of course, if I'm Gary Bettman, I'm like, whoa, what are we doing here? <laughs> now, like, but the waste, and I love Molly, and I obviously Stephen A, another guy that's been great for me throughout my career. But I, I was like, that's a bad look. Even if you were kidding, that's a really bad look. Yeah, I think it was I don't love cheek. that. It was, it was tongue-in-cheek, though, I believe. Oh, we have it here. Here, here. Listen to this. Which team in New York do you think wins a championship next? Rangers. Oh, Lord. Come on, Patrick Kane they is able. They don't count. They don't count. Take they don't out. count. They don't count. The only thing Stephen I know a. about hockey, hockey is, is that the puck is black. Okay. And I love Gary that? Bettman. That's my buddy for, for who I always trip to the hockey game. Right. It is, no, it. it is no disrespect to the Rangers and to Patrick Kane, of course, but just, just for Steve. Football, a. basketball, baseball. Yeah. Yankees or the Mets. No, that's not bad. That's not bad, man. Wait that was, a that was t- that's that not was, bad. That, 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 was that doesn't count. That doesn't no, no, count. No. That absolutely counts. That, it does, but that was tongue in cheek. Maybe in some cities, hockey isn't the yeah. like one of the main sports. But if the Rangers won a championship, there would be a parade down the Canyon of Heroes. That counts. Of course, it was tongue in cheek, right? Because he, he I don't know if that was tongue in cheek because because he wanted he wanted he wanted to hear the Yankees, right? Or he wanted to hear the Mets. That's all. He asked the question, and Michael gave the answer. And to say that doesn't count. And to say no disrespect, no, no, that is disrespectful to a sport that ESPN is now partners with once again. It was it's disrespectful to the Rangers. It's disrespectful to anyone in New York City because He's... any any sports fans in New York who might say it doesn't count, it absolutely, the Rangers win the cup, it counts. Of course it does. Remember the craziness we were doing last year? Damon Woody sitting up there, hanging out. A couple of years ago, me and D. Wood were at Islander games when they got to the conference finals. That's what I'm saying. So we know, yeah. we know New York loves New York. He was being tongue-in-cheek. You got to take it that way because we've responded. Hell, we, you know, well, then, all right, I'll tell everybody then is to save save your, your Michael K. hate about this. All you hockey people out there that, that want to put Michael K. in this conversation, don't do that. Because Michael this K. Wasn't said the right him. thing. Michael he said, said Rangers. The right they were the ones who said that doesn't count. I have a problem with that. That's all. I have a problem with that. So you don't have a problem with it, Bart? Nah, man. It was tongue-in-cheek. I had to hear it live, and to me, that was tongue-in-cheek. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We got something hot for you. 7-Eleven.com. If you're the Giants, if you're a Giants fan, now there's nothing breaking, but it's just hot and it's getting hotter. And you want to stay with us because that's a discussion we had in the first hour that was – we got a lot of energy from you on that. And uh, this is going to take it to a whole nother level. So you want to stay with us for the power. Power. But first, Bart Scott, we got some calls to get to. We got some peoples to talk to. So let's do that by talking to Steve in Connecticut right now. Steve, what's happening? What's going on, gentlemen? Listen, Volpe, Cabrera, and Peraza. They got to stay up. I don't care. Tampa does it. They keep their young guys up. They're playing. They get that in that end game uh, uh, experience. Mm-hmm. And the last and and one thing I got to say also is, Bart, I don't care what. Do not hire any comedians for the SB. Make sure Bart hosts the show. He will tear it up. <laughs> I tell you what, that I'm would be real. incredible. If I mean, Bart ever hosted the SBs, close it down. He would tear it, would it up. I don't want to have to beat nobody up. We hey, in house, crap you do not need to hire out. You know, hey, you, make, you, know you make fun you know of the crowd. Bart would make a crowd. joke, and somebody would walk up and try to slap him. Yeah. But it wouldn't work. It wouldn't yeah. go the yeah. same yeah. way it did with Chris hey, Rock. It, it, it wouldn't go good for them, would it? <laughs> I, 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 I it get would like, not go good for them, would it? I get him I like Vin, somebody try to slap Bart. I get him like Ben. I get him like Ben Rames got uh, Tyrese. I stayed off of you. I respect for that boy. That's all right. Call for your mama. Call for your mama. Stayed off of you. Brought respect for that woman. Breathe, dog. Breathe. Breathe, if we, dog. If we, hey, if we was listen, in, I'll make you on your knees and fix it. Cabrera, I loved. I just – everything about him I loved last year. When he came up, and that's that it factor we talked about, that like, what Willie Randolph is saying that, that Volpe has. I think Cabrera has it too. There's just a, an ease about him that you just like. Like, I am comfortable with the idea of him being an everyday left fielder. But now I don't know what's going to happen because they were talking about even Aaron Judge playing left field. Like, what, what are we doing here? Hmm. Aaron Hicks has to play, apparently. We'll see how long he can stay healthy. <sighs> but, like, that, I love Cabrera. I, I, Peraza, I'm not as, like, excited about, but it sounds like he's definitely going to be part of the equation at shortstop. But the Volpe thing, just like I said, Bart, like, everything I'm reading, what I have seen so far, I mean, leading off with a home run, he's 21 years old, but he just looks the part already. Like, he's. He's pretty much ready, and we'll see what they end up doing for him. It's going to obviously take some time. Tony in Rockland. Tony. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, first things first. Bart Scott, I don't know if you got medical coverage, but seek the help that you need, brother, because you are crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. I can listen to you all day, brother. Good therapy all for right? five years. It ain't working? <laughs> no, I think it's working well. <laughs> Second of all, why are we talking about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Lamar Jackson is not happy in Baltimore. The Jets need to say, what do you need? Bring yourself to New York. We, he, they should make that happen. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't we, know about anybody else, but Lamar Jackson should be in New York. We, we with you. We are with you. I, 
I want to circle. I want to circle back also to the excitement for baseball. All right. So you guys remember when they had the little league team and the guy came when he hit the home run and he was doing the King Kong thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't remember any other person or, or anybody else in the World Series, but you remember that kid because he brought excitement to the yep. game. And everybody's like, oh, he's disrespecting the game. We got four major sports. And baseball is the only sport that they frown mm-hmm. on anybody doing any mm-hmm. kind of celebrating. Mm-hmm. And, Bart, you are on point. Do you understand the excitement that would happen if you got pitchers going and doing the shotgun or whatever after <laughs> they have struck somebody out? I mean, those jerseys would go out of the ceiling right about now. Listen, and it, once it, again, it, back. go ahead. It even happens in boxing. Remember when, like, Canelo was fighting and old boy missed and he kind of looked like, man, like, oh, did, were you hitting over there? Like, just those little, <laughs> like, those little fun things. Showmanship. Like, man, like, man where'd you go? Yeah, like, uh, you, you good? Like, come on, man. That'd be so – man, I, I remember the fat dude, like, hey, my name is so-and-so, and I hit dingers. I like, hit dingers, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if we won't let these people have personalities, man. You can't tell me that these people grow up in the same environment that all the other athletes grow in, and they don't want to do that. It's always been a thing with the sport. It has gotten a lot better. I will say that. It has gotten like a lot that better. It's like that They've in the suburbs, it too. More, but it's like that in the suburbs, too. You would like to see a lot more of it. But I, I do think about- speeding the game up does increase an anxiety level that then increases intensity, that increases, increases emotion, and it increases Success energy. Success failure. And I'm telling you, that makes it more entertaining. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.